Working Interferences is intended for mature audiences. Since the hosts never grew up, someone needs to be the adult. Welcome to Working Interferences with Lance and Holly, the dental advice podcast for the average dentist. Here is Lance and Holly. Okay, welcome back, Working Interferences listeners. It's us, the Timmermans, the, the Interferences. So with the title, we're keeping the title, uh, but it, it's different, has a different meaning now than uh, four years ago when it start, the show started. So are we working together and interfering with each other? Is that what the title means now? I have no idea. Oh. I'm just along for the ride. Okay, because originally... Uh, working interference is an occlusal issue, something you have to adjust the bite or equilibrate. So it's technical. And a lot of people actually... I have a lot of things to adjust, like my attitude. And, <laughs> a lot of, yeah. Well, a lot of people th- didn't listen to their show originally because they thought this was clinical. And we uh, are probably no. the least clinical uh, show ever. Not, uh, we, we've never been clinical. If you've learned anything from us, purely accidental. Not so. a thing. So, uh, I am Lance Timmerman, joined with me, my beautiful wife, Holly. Hello. So, we are back. I I talked with somebody on the phone today, and they're like, oh, so you're back. And I'm like, well, no, it's in between. Uh, I'm leaving again (laughs) next week. (laughs) I thought we weren't going to say anything about us leaving until after the fact. It's not like anybody's listening. You have Uh, four people that we know listen for sure. Right, but later... You know, it, it's like two months later, they'll make a comment. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> They're like, oh, yeah. And you're like, oh, you're just now catching up? <laughs> hey, man. There's no Whatever live works. listeners. Whatever so, works. So, yeah, we did decide. Um, we had heard stories of someone had left town, and while oh they were gosh. gone, they got robbed. The Hendersons in California. Yeah. That's crazy. So and, trash. And we, we were chalking it up to, oh, well, they were posting on social media with their, their fun photos and everything, but they were live. So... Anybody do, watching would just say, oh, their, their house is empty. We can go clean it out with no witnesses. And we know we've, we've got roughly what, two weeks or whatever the vacation was. Yeah, we're not. So, never gone that long. Right. So we decided, okay, we're going to just dump, do a photo dump when we get back. So you'll never, the, the disadvantage is if you were ever someplace and then someone said, oh, hey, you're just down the street and we could grab a drink or something together real quick. We're never going to be there. You're never going to see the photo and be able to. Uh, ring me up and message me or DM, slide into my DMs with an um, uh, invite to catch up. So where'd yeah. we go? what did we do? So, well, we were supposed to go to Chicago to see Dr. King. The, not the not Dr. Dr. King, King yeah. but Dr. King and Martha. And then they got so sick of Chicago that they left Chicago and, they, and I thought it was just going to be like a vacation kind of thing, but I heard that they moved. Like, they're full on, Yeah, they're, they <laughs> escape because the leadership there is such trash. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so we were like, uh, I don't really want to go to Chicago. If I'm not going to see them, I don't really want to go. So let's go to... Um, I said, let's go to Field of Dreams. And you're like, that's a freaking long time away. No. And I was like, well, Google it. Uh, that's usually my response to everything is just Google <laughs> no, I'm the one that Googles it because you're like, it's just around the corner. That's I'm like, why, that's let, why I said Google. No, it. I say Google it to prove that it's not around the corner because you know the. Um, but it wasn't that far. No, and when we it found really, out the distance, it I was, was like, let's go. Because remember, you're the one that still you still checked in in Ohio. I know they're all the same. Yeah, 
we that were, whole cluster is the same. It's not even a cluster. You say Idaho. It's all. It's not Washington <laughs> or New York. So you're pretty good. It's either or Washington or not Washington. I know where Texas is. I know where California is. Are you sure? Because even then you're like, well, we could just go there. That's not. We can always just do anything. So we did. Yeah. And we landed in O'Hare. We, we told the guy we were getting dinner with Brianna the night before our flight. And we just uh, said, oh, by the way, we're going to the Field of Dreams tomorrow. No, we were at dinner and then we were trying to figure out what we were going to do. And I'm like, well, let's just go to the Field of Dreams. And then it turned into this whole, okay, we're planning, replanning our entire trip. Well, we, we never even went into Chicago the entire no. time. So we also, I kind of had mentioned that, you know, uh, Wayne's World took place, was supposed to take place in Aurora, Illinois. Okay, for those of you that don't know, that haven't listened to all of our podcasts, Lance and I's first uh, date was to see Wayne's World. Yes, we're that old. Yeah, we were in an empty theater yep. watching. Just the two of us. Yeah, and it was one of those shitty theaters where they've got the, the uh, aisle to go down to your seat is right down the middle. And so you have uh, rows of seats on either side, the right side or the left side. Well, I like to watch movies right in the middle. If, if I'm sitting down, I always look for, try to get the middle seat. So we just said, you know, there's nobody fucking here. So we just sat in the aisle. And uh, the, apparently the window that the they shoot usher. the movie through, they, they, that window actually moves because they opened it up and said, hey, you guys get out. No, the guy came down. He yelled from the window. I know he did. He came down and you're like, we're a fire hazard for who? Yeah, we were, it was an empty theater. So, uh, yeah, we moved to the side and, um, yeah, so as, as the rest is history, we tied the knot and here we are. So we went to Aurora, Illinois. And fun After fact, the Field of Dreams. And fun fact, really none of the movie was ever filmed there, <laughs> but we took all the pictures. Even the, the Illinois stuff, when they were singing the, um, Bohemian Rhapsody, that was in Cicero, which is the city next door to Aurora. <laughs> so yeah. there wasn't pretty much anything in Aurora. Uh, it's like they picked the most random city and we're like, that's where we're going to be. Yeah. Well, I was trying to, so I was reading an article to find out, well, why, how in the hell do you come up with Aurora? I guess it sim- sounded similar because uh, Wayne, uh, Mike Myers is from Scarborough, Ontario, which is a suburb of Toronto. So Scarborough... And Aurora doesn't sound anything alike. The demographics, the whole everything. He was oh. went with it for that. And because um, I love that movie, yeah, great show. And uh, but most of his stuff was filmed in Van Nuys, California. Yeah. It was a very cheaply filmed, uh, cheaply made movie. And but um, it's a classic. But it's uh, near and dear to my heart. So, but we, the reason we were, no matter what we were going to go, even though when Martha said, and Anthony said they weren't going to be there, we had tickets to a concert. We were going for a concert. We were going to see Rod Stewart. So we saw Cheap Trick open for Rod Stewart in Tinley Park. Rod Stewart is one of my top threes. Yeah. And it was funny because Cheap Trick opened and they're from Rockford, Illinois. Yeah. So this was homecoming to them and everything. And they have a guy that's been on the, in the band since 2014 and uh, Rick Nielsen said, uh, was on the, the mic saying to the, the newish guy, have you, you know, have you even ever been here? And the guy's like, I was born here. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, clearly they talk amongst yeah, themselves yeah, they're, on the bus. Clearly they're good friends. <laughs> so, but they, they did a great, had a great set. They were as nice and tight, hit, hit, did the hits. And then... Um, because even you were like, I don't even really know a lot of their songs. And I said, you're going to hear, you're going to know The Flame. And you're like, oh, I don't know. And then when it came on, 
Oh, yeah. Um, fun fact. <laughs> everything that happens that's significant happens on the way to the bathroom for me or I'm sitting on the toilet. Yeah. Um, I was going to leave that part out that you were taking a I piss. Know. It's and happened then the so many times, came. though. And I was like texting Lance. I'm like, oh, my God, I do know this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I do. Because we were in France and we were watching the tour and it was a time trial and Jan Ulrich and Lance Armstrong were within a minute of each and other. they were cu- just cutthroat. Cut and you were like, I gotta go, I gotta go. And as soon as you went to the bathroom, Jan Ulrich fell. He crashed and all of a sudden the whole place erupted. Everybody's cheering. And I and, was like, wait, what's happening? Yeah. That was before cell phones were gave you as much information. Well, we didn't have um, uh, international plans yeah. back then. So we were off the grid because um, that was 03. And so, uh, yeah, it was, I couldn't tell you what had happened. You had to come back and I had to try to catch you up and, uh, it was, I was so disappointed. That. Yeah. So, so we had a nice little trip. We left on a, a, a Thursday morning and back on a Sunday afternoon and it was just, uh, we roll in. Okay. Picture right. this, the All field right. of dreams. Yeah. It is exactly the same as it is in the movie. Yeah. And it's fucking amazing. And if you don't think it is, you need to rewatch it and stop being an asshole. So, you watch this movie. We watched it actually on the way to the Field of Dreams. <laughs> so Holly broke the law because I was had it streaming on my phone, and so the 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 music and the dialogue and everything was through the car speakers, but the video was happening live. So and, yeah, we watched did watch it, it on the way as I drove to the Field of Dreams. Then we pull into the Field of Dreams, and it closes at six o'clock. Oh, for those that don't know, it's Dyersville, uh, Iowa. Iowa, just and- past Dubuque. And so we're like, oh no, it's closing. I'm like, let's just go. So we roll in there and they're like, close for a private event. And all of a sudden there's a baseball game happening on the field of dreams. And I'm like, let's, let's the, just. The private event was a game. Yeah. I'm like, nobody knows what team we're on from yeah. either team. So let's just play. Let's just get in there. Not and play. No, we. We're we, not playing. No, we're not playing. <laughs> let's just play along and go sit in We the sat in the stands and, and observed. And so we got to like do the whole Field of Dreams We thing. didn't start the wave or anything crazy like that, but we No, we just we talked observed. to people from all the different teams yeah. and hung out. What inning is it? We just. <laughs> we just score? Cheered. And we just cheered for whoever was up yeah. for that. And then we got to walk out of the cornfield. Yeah, we did walk out in the outfield. Awesome. And then... Um, and yeah, it it was quite the experience. That was a bucket list thing for me because I love that movie. It's yeah. one of those things. All over the years, you, you've mentioned, "Oh, should we do the Field of Dreams?" I'm like, it's not near anything that we're doing or going or, or anything like that. So it's all. I never thought it was ever going to happen. Finally, we had kind of a weekend. I'm like, we have plenty of time to get there and back because even if it was on the other side of Iowa, we still could have made it there. We just wouldn't have done the Aurora, Illinois part of the trip. We would have spent that next day coming back. And then the concert on Saturday. So yeah, and then we went. We discovered that there is a Timmerman's Supper Club in Dubuque. That is a bougie ass restaurant that yeah. is quite amazing. Yeah, Helen Timmerman started in 1961. So I didn't know what to, uh, supper clubs were. Honestly, we, we don't have supper clubs on the West Coast. That's why. Okay, but I guess they're all throughout the Midwest. Okay. And so we were definitely underdressed. And if Helen still owned the place, she she would have kicked kicked us out out (laughs) because we didn't even have clothes that were that dressy. She's even famous for kicking out Waylon Jennings because he wouldn't take his hat hat off. off. So, um, yeah, we were, she's a badass bitch and I'm sure we're related. I'm, I'm hoping I'm claiming it until they prove me wrong. So yeah, uh, it was pretty cool. It was a cool little 
think Mad Men, the, the uh, decor and the... Everything the, was everything. Mad Men-esque. Yeah. The waiters and waitresses were all in black and white... Tuxedo. Tuxedo-type yeah. outfits. And yeah. Yeah, it was really... Come up with a relish plate and Yeah, start, it was crazy. It was... It was so fun. I will remember that trip forever. Because if I'm ever within an hour and a half of Dubuque, I would make the trip to have dinner. And, and we went to Wisconsin and we went to the grotto. Yeah, we went to Dickieville. Dickieville to the grotto. To see the grotto. And we had... It's not the same as um, the one in California that's famous. We had cheese curds and it was awesome. Yeah. So it, we had a, a nice, nice... Non-dental trip. This was one of the few times I've traveled, because two weeks previous, we were in Mykonos, but that was, yeah. quotes, dental. Yeah, you were <laughs> in class, but yeah, it was just a very chill, I mean, it, the whole trip kind of zigged, and we zagged, and it was yeah. better than we could have imagined, so. Yeah. The only downside, uh, we were in a hotel, a different hotel each night. It's, I always like to check in, and, and when I'm checking out, I'm going to the airport. So that, that part was a little, it's, it's minor, I'm, I mean. It was a road trip. Yeah, well, it's, yeah. Yeah. And shout out to Dan Boskasevic. Sorry, I, it was kind of a whim trip. And so when I told you I was so close, close to Alsip, Illinois, where the headquarters of GC America is, he pointed out that, dude, I live uh, like five seconds just a couple away. miles away from you. Thanks for the heads up. So I am the asshole that didn't give We were not that organized. No, I mean, it was the night before we decided to go everywhere. So, um, but still, I, I am that asshole that uh, doesn't even bother telling you that I'm in town. But so. we got to go to a field of dreams, so to, everybody we, can suck it. We got to see a bunch of corn. And uh, for those that didn't know, there is a lot of corn in that part of the world. It's just awesome. like everywhere you go is corn. Which is funny because we never had corn the whole time we were there. Nobody even had that offered as something we could buy. Yeah, I don't recall there even being on the menus anything corn related. Nope. But we did have uh, candy, you know, high fructose corn syrup. When did we have that? Whenever we bought candy. We didn't buy any candy. Didn't we? You got caramel corn. See? High fructose corn syrup. I didn't eat any of that. Okay. So, um, I corn. Caramel okay. corn. Okay. <laughs> I just remembered that you got that at the Field of Dreams. I felt obligated. And then the next night, I'm like, oh, shit, I didn't eat this. Um, I better better eat this. I better eat all of it right now. Well, no, I didn't. I, I did in two sittings. I offered you some, and you just looked at me like I was a pig. So... I did you a favor and ate it for you. Yep. Yep. So, um, now this is an advice show, Holly. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> it sounds more like an opinion show, but it's, it's become, it's devolved into something like that. And what, what's funny is we've had a few people on, um, the social bullshits, uh, say, Oh, it's finally the edge magazine has come out with this year's 32 most influential people in dentistry. AKA I, everybody who's check cleared. I have to, not, not quite. Um, we'll get to that. Um, but what it, they want is specifically your take. It's because they already, people already kind of know how my take, Josh's take has been over the years. Um, but no one's heard your take. And at first you're like, well, I need to study up on this. I'm like, no, no, that's, a, that's the whole point of this is to get your unadulterated well, reaction. It, I'm going to have the same reaction that I have to all of those magazines that are Seattle's top 100 dentists, Seattle or national, whatever, because they're all bullshit. Yeah, so we're preaching to the choir. The people listening know that those top lists and things like that are pay-to-play and bullshit, and it's just something to... 
to fuck with the the public because yeah, because the public has no clue. Yeah, they they might actually be gullible enough to, to believe it. Yeah, and so and I'll admit, early on in my career, I didn't really understand the machinations, so I paid the fee to put it in a plaque. And so as new patients would come in, look, I was one of the top doctors. I saw a guy, um, he's a cow dude, perio pussy that um, had a um, dude. Well, <laughs> those listening know exactly who I'm talking about. Um, has, he, when he'll do like a, a YouTube video or something, he's got a, like the brag wall and oh. it's just all plaques and everything. And he's just got like every single year and he's been in practice for a long time. So he's probably got like 20 plaques in a row of that city's top dentist. I just don't understand how you can feel like there's any value there. It was your check that got cashed. Right. But I mean, you're, you're trying, you're trying get, to dupe I, the public. I get that you're trying to <laughs> manipulate the public. Cause no dentist is falling for it. But I, I would just feel like such a fraud Maybe and a, a new phony. Grad, right? New grads, if you're listening or you're in dental school, uh, anybody that shows you plaques of how they're the top dentist, well, I qualify that. There are certain things out there that people get recognized for that are awesome. Because like when but, they present John Coyce yeah, with shit. But when they do that, you're not paying no, to he, get that award. Right. The, exactly. But I'm trying to think of, did I just say something to a new grad or, or someone in dental school that isn't 100% correct? So, Well... If it's if it comes out of a public magazine, it's not legitimate. Yeah, if it's a peer recognized thing, only peers are going to know about it. You're, if it's in a here, we have what's called Seattle Magazine, and I'm pretty sure every city has their version. Uh, Portland has the Portland Magazine, and Chicago has the Chicago Magazine. Yeah, if you see where I'm going with this, I, I think if you're seeing the top dentist list in those, what I think is so funny now when I see the Seattle Magazine, their annual top doctor list. It's like 600 top doctors. I'm like, wait, you just have a list of all of them. Yeah, you have a list of every single one. <laughs> it's just except, a directory. Except for us because we didn't pay for it. Because <laughs> I refused to fucking pay. Uh. <laughs> I mean, I remember one time they called and they're like, we really want him in here. I'm like, well, that's great, but we're not paying. So if you'd like to just put him in there, so that's great. In 2000, I think it was 2000 or 2001, I was in it. Um, I, I, I was actually honored. I, I you know, I was in it. And then I found out the reason I was chosen, because I was one of the few dentists that had a website. That's how old I am. Not, not everybody had a website. Because <laughs> the following year, they wanted me to be on it again, but this time it was going to cost me like $5,000 and all these different things. And then finally I said, well, wait, it says as chosen by your peers. How, so who? And so the, the ad person, she says, okay, I'll, I'll let you know the secret. It's just our, our administrative team, our editorial board or whatever that's the, the peer group. I'm like, you're not even my peers. Well, so that's, a, I mean, it's, it's 100% bullshit. So, and if you're a dentist that paid your fee to put it all in there and I'm shitting on you, fuck well, you. You just deserve it because <laughs> you're basically, I can't hear you. Oh, sorry. I moved it cause yeah. I'm multitasking. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if, if, if you have to pay $5,000 to have your name put on the top dentist, no, the, the way they sleep at night is because that's the, that's the cost for a full-page ad. So it's an advertising budget. You're, you're helping to offset the printing costs. Right, but it's... <laughs> uh, that's just such bullshit. I know, I know. I just think it's... It just, it just tells everyone the level of trash you are as an actual practitioner uh -huh. if that's what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. All right, so this... Uh, I'll admit, this is the first year that I've actually seen this Edge magazine in print. 
uh, previously it was just it, like it was an online magazine and Josh would bring it up and then I would try to find a hyperlink and click through to see what it's talking about. And what sucks is sometimes he would click and he'd be on a totally different sub page and, and I had no idea what he was talking about and, uh, and everything. So I'm just going to jump right in. Um, I'm ready. We can, we can, it, 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 this is the okay, part where people, so first of all, TLDR, it's bullshit. But first of all, <laughs> it is, but it's, so this is how they get you to think it's legitimate. Okay. Why? Is because the only thing I know about it so far is it has Gordon Christensen on the cover. Okay. Right. And he's actually legit. Right. How's this? Gordon Christensen's on the cover. He's not number one. <laughs> but that's how they get people to buy it because they manipulate people yeah. into thinking it's really authentic and it's yeah. a piece of sh- trash. It's, it's not entirely trash because I don't totally disagree. So number one okay. is Joseph Hogan. From Hogan's Heroes? I wish. Um, he's the CEO of Align Technology. So I got to give props. Absolutely. Okay, wait, wait. What's the name of this thing again? Of what? This list? The 32 most influential people in dentistry. Okay. So it doesn't have to be dentists. No. It just has to be... Influ- okay. Yeah. So, Influencers. So, yeah. That, that's the part that we're going to get to that I'm, we're going to... You're going to be shitting on a lot. And I'm going to have to be bleeping. I'm pretty sure I'm going to be bleeping you a bit. So... um no problem whatsoever. He was number one last year. He's number one this year. I, I'm a big, big fan of my iTero 5D Mach 3. It's, it's fucking awesome. It's, it's, it's the best, and I love my aligner. Uh, so I'm, I'm all for Joseph Hogan. So. Yeah, because you won't even practice dentistry without I, it. If I've, anything goes wonky with it, you're like, fuck it. Let's cancel the day. Fuck it. I'm not doing it's anything. It's not worth it. I'm I, like, I, I calm had the, down, sir. <laughs> One calm time. down. So I had an assistant who... Uh, Is an she, idiot. I go through those a fair amount. She didn't... We ran out of the the, the tips. So you, they're disposable. For every time you use it, you just change it and, and it's disposable and everything. So we ran out. I'm like, how do you fucking run out of something I use always? Uh, and they come in boxes of 25. You're in the last box. Guess what? That's kind of a hint. Within a week, we're going to be out, done. So, anyway, I thought, well, you know what? This was just making a, a, my job easier I, and things like that. But fine. So, I get my PVS out and I start taking impressions again. Took a, roughly a week to get a refill. And, Way to go, Align Technology. Yeah. Um, so, they uh, that one week, so two weeks after that one week um, is when... A, the lab was seating. I'm seating the crowns. The lab gets everything back to me. They pour up the, the regular way. And it, I didn't realize how, how much I, I, I insist on digital until that week. I, I got so used to, I don't make any adjustments. I don't adjust the contacts. I don't adjust the occlusion. Uh, I just take the temporary off and pop the crown on and it just, it's perfect. Yeah. Here's the, here's the thing. Okay. Oh shit. Where's the, if, oh yeah. I don't, and I yeah. don't have a drink. Sorry. Um, if you are taking a really long time to do a crown prep, you are losing so much money in both the prepping and the seating if you're not using an iTero or some type of scanner. You probably have a scanner sitting in your office in the corner that you don't know how to use, and somebody told you that it isn't that great, so don't worry about it. Or I, I went to an office where they used it for, uh, they only used it for uh, Invisalign. That's the only thing they used it for. And they had been told that it's just not that accurate when it comes to crowns. And I, I was looking at them going, oh, my God, just bring me the, the, the thing. We're, these crowns are going to be done with, with it. And they were actually fighting me on it. But 
when it came time to seat the crowns, they, they were just, just drop in. Suddenly they were like, oh my God. This- you do a 20 minute crown seat. A five minute crown seat. Well, it depends and, on your assistant, but. You know, sometimes, you know, no. <laughs> All right. But still, it's, I, I hated that week of seating those crowns. I hated every, every, I dreaded the crown seat appointment. So yes, I'll agree with you on that one. Yeah. Joseph Ogan is my hero. Um, we're going to ignore the fact he was part of this Mile Direct Club for a bit, but that's okay. Oh. They're over. Their, their stock is like a dollar now, so it's fine. Number two, Guillaume Daniello. Daniello uh, is the Strawman Group uh, CEO. So Strawman, uh, I, when I was in Mykonos, Strawman uh, sponsored that, that uh, lecture. I'm, right. I have no problem with Strawman. Strawman's fantastic. So they're, they're the main... Nia but Dent what have they one. done to elevate themselves. So tell me, what have they done that has made them an influencer other than just be a sales company? Well, they're, number one, they're, of, of the implant companies out there, it's like one of the big three. It's, 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 it's the 800-pound gorilla. They're, they're huge. Now, they recently came out with BLX, and then the TLX would be the tissue level. Uh, that implant, you, you saw me come back yeah, from the lecture that's going, that's the one you're like, holy, holy crap, shit, that, I got to get in this Well, because I just done that one arch the week before. Right. And that would have been easier or better. Three of the done. implants I placed on that arch, uh, we're going to see how they go. They're, they're like probably going to be fine. Yeah. Where, um, and this patient was a meth head. And yeah. so it was, but I mean, trying to do an, uh, take a molar out and then place an implant is already somewhat right. of a gamble anyway. So, and I knew going in, it was going to be a little bit of a gamble. Okay. So, so, but Strawman's okay. huge. Strawman's so awesome. So it's actually okay. I'm so okay no with opinion. But no, this, this is the one I, I'm, I'm number three. Okay. We're on number three. Number three. So that means really big and important, right? Cheryl Pegas. Peg you, Pegas. Is she that that woman on Instagram? No, even worse. Oh. She's the executive vice president of health and wellness for Walmart. Okay, <laughs> what the fuck? I wish this was a video, it was a YouTube, but not just an audio thing <laughs> to show your face. So this woman, um, the <laughs> what the fuck? What is wrong with? There is so much wrong with dentistry. Yeah, let's let's commoditize it to the lowest let's, denominator. Let's, let's spiral and circle around the How drain. How about the health and wellness person for Nordstrom at least to make you guys not so seem like, hi, yeah. I'm one step above Kmart. Yeah, this this is that's fucking <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> let's let's move on. I don't even want to Walmartize this because there was a guy, the dentist that wa- he sued Walmart uh, because he wanted to do the Walmart kind of thing, and then they kind of edged him out and then did his thing. And so Walmart took, stole my dream was the, the title of the article I read. So anyway, well, anyway, the, uh... number four, the Washington wizard is Rene D'Souza, the director of the national Institute of dental and cranial facial research in Washington, DC. Is that a real thing? I guess. So this is just a research have we, person. Have we Googled it? What did she I, do? I don't know. Well, there's the well, thing. Well, she would have to have done something to. Well, she's just in charge of the government uh, section of the, the you NIH. You know what? If she wants to be that person, then prove how fucked up COVID vaccines are. <laughs> okay. Last year, we put D'Souza on the cover. Um, oh, how the mighty so, have fallen. Yeah. And... Uh, she has become a bigger player the 12 months since. That's due in part to money as a head of the NIDCR. So she paid more to get in there. She's in charge of a $516 million budget this year, up 31% from 2021. 
I, it's just more of government pencil pushers. So she's, yeah, she's going to be influential, but it's going to be one of those indirect things. I don't know the name. So, so she's they, not, got to, she, they just probably paid more for her to get in there. Uh, she wouldn't have been paid. This is a group that's hoping to get people to read it. And so, so for their advertisers and so on. I'm, I'm pretty sure these people, these people didn't pay to be in there. It's the other people that might. Number five, Bill Dorfman. Ah. <laughs> okay. I like Bill. I like Bill too. I mean, uh, people shit on him because of some of the Instagram things and, and you know what? It doesn't matter, but you know what? He brought a lot of work to our office. He so. did. That's the, that's the thing. Not only did he do that the, on a side note that he's not, he probably isn't, I didn't re- Oh no, it's in there. It talks about leap. So my oh, children went yes. to leap. So I, um, which is a great thing. If you have teenagers and they really aren't like focused in a direction, this program, well, how is- many teenagers do you know that, might need some help well, you got, to get direction. But you got kids that are in <laughs> soccer and they can't yeah. go away for the summer or whatever. But this program is, I wish we had had something like this when I was a kid. That's yeah. fucking amazing. Look it up. It's so, L-E-A-P and it means leadership, entrepreneur. Yeah, something, a, some, it used to be, if those that know about the Crown Council, it was the Eagle U and it was a program that was trying to get help the, the teenagers get some sort of direction. And, and Bill brings on some of his Hollywood people to, to come in. Like Paula yeah. Abdul came and talked to the kids about something. Yeah, and my girls, our two oldest so went to that. What happened was I, I was doing a, Noble Biocare had a symposium going on and I had noticed on social media that uh, Bill Dorfman was trying to do a, a TV show to sell to Netflix and they needed people to be in the audience. And I'm like, oh shit, it's, it's actually just right around the corner. Eh, right. Just around the it corner. Wasn't, it was a cab ride, but... Um, Everything's it, around the corner. I, I knew that I was going to be burned out on symposium lectures. So I thought, hey, you know, why not go listen to Bill uh, do his... It was a talk show, kind of like Dr. Phil. And this was Dr. Bill. And um, one of the episodes that got filmed, so I ended up sitting in the, in the audience, come to find out it was his mom. Bill Dorfman's mom was next to me. And then at lunch, we had time to kill a little bit. We had a little bit of a break, and I knew that I didn't want to come back to the next speaker. So I, I stayed for a little longer. Well, walked across the street, had a sandwich at Safeway with Bill's mom and his cousin or his aunt or something like that. Well, the final person that was on there was the director for, for this Leap thing. And... Um, so I, long story, I'm going to skip all the details, but, well, but he Bill... Well, he messages me and he's like, we have to get our girls got to get this and the girls figure here. this out. So I come home and tell my daughters, I'm telling this guy, hey, what'd you, I tell her, describe it to her. What do you think? You want to go? And she's like, no. I said, oh, well, that's too bad. You already have a, a plane ticket. <laughs> we already registered you. <laughs> You're going. Sorry. <laughs> and she was actually, come to, she told me like just a year ago, she actually was really, really pissed at me. Oh, they all were. And then until they got home. And the, yeah, because when they got home, it was like... They went back the following year. Yeah. It was that cool. So I would agree with so, Bill Dorfman. The number five seems pretty high, but I mean, no, I... Be, well, no, not just but At that. the same time, he, he had discus dental. He sold that for his Yeah, millions. but no matter what, he... He had extreme brought, makeover. Was, he brought, yeah, he brought he on Dr. the cosmetic Phil. He's on the aspect to dentistry to the mass public. Yeah. Where... Most people really had never thought about doing anything other than what needed to be fixed until he really was out there and yeah. people realized what could be done. So I 100% agree with yeah. that. Love, so. it. Love that one. All right. Uh, Stephanie Goddard is the number six is the CEO of Glidewell Lab. May not may, may mean anything to you. Glidewell is this ginormous lab in Yeah, that we've tried a couple times and we don't use. Yeah. We'll, we'll just say... Pass. Um, number seven. 
<laughs> wow. Okay. Number seven, Stanley Bergman. This is Clint's friend, the CEO of Henry Schein. Clint, the reason Clint ended up going to NYU is because he was on a flight and sat next to like Stan's wife. So yeah, isn't it weird how small the world is? Because everything with us is like two degrees of somebody. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, so we don't know people, but we know they're friends. <laughs> we don't know anybody. <laughs> We're not important, but our friends are. <laughs> That's actual factual. Yeah, it's not far. It's too far off. Um, all right. So number eight is um, this. I, I don't even know what any of this is. Warda Inam is the CEO of Overjet in Cambridge, Cambridge, Massachusetts. And we don't know what Overjet is. No, the cover star of the spring issue. She was of uh, AI development in Enam. Overjet as a postdoctoral fellow at the MIT Computer Science. All right. So she's probably developing something that's going to help something in AI. Virtual stuff is yep. a big deal. So, okay. Overjet is the number one dental AI company that supports dis- DISOs, whatever the fuck that is. Hmm. What's DISO? Oh, DSOs. Oh, DSO. I need to get my glasses on. <laughs> okay. my a DSO. All right. So, uh, I guess it's influential because so the trash. DSO. Well, I mean, she's probably trying to make DSOs more profitable, and so the venture capitalists get the ROI. Sure, great, whatever. I'm not in a DSO, so it's not. It's going to affect me indirectly. Yeah, basically. Right. Number nine. Uh, here, same kind of thing. Uh, number nine is Amir Agdei, Agdei, the CEO of Invista Holdings. I think Invista bought out um, uh, Heartland Dental. Let's see if we. Uh, market refunded is do, 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 care stream. Um, oh, so Invista unloaded its Cavo business unit last year as part of its realignment, selling it for 383 million to Plan Mecca. Um, so, anyway, it's just a guy that's buying and selling, guys in acquisitions, kind of like uh, Richard Gere. So what does that have to do with being influential in dentistry? If if they acquire a company that we buy our supplies from and now our supplies go up in price or go down in price or we have more access to other things, it's going to be one of those, it's influential just because of that. Okay, whatever. But certainly not. That's not influential. That's business influential, not dental influential. So this is the the cop-out one. Um, Number 10. What's happening? Well, since my phone is Bluetooth connected, (laughs) someone's calling. (laughs) I'll edit that out. That's 30 minutes in. Okay. The senior citizen dentist. It's kind of like when the Time Magazine person of the year was you. No one specific was you. So here they're saying, the dentist, the old dentist, the wise old dentist is number 10. Fuck you. What, did they find the oldest dentist in the United States? No, they're just saying all of us that are old, we're number 10. Yay. Okay, so basically nobody paid for that slot. Just saying it's the cop-out. Yeah. They gave, and they gave it number 10. So America is an aging society. Not quite the level of, say, Japan, but gray enough. So anyway, they're saying... That's stupid, and yeah. this is a dumb list. <laughs> it gets worse. All right, so... Um, How many people are there? 32. Oh, 32. Okay, yeah. I forgot. Yeah. Number 11, um, James Wells Hutchinson, the CEO of Delta Dental. Okay. Wouldn't you say Delta's pretty influential? 
negatively yes. as in fuck you but yes yes okay. negatively yes <laughs> i i wouldn't it, it's not a so this has nothing to do with positive or negative okay this is just people who fuck the dental community no bill dorfman doesn't fuck the dental community. no but you know buying selling making things more expensive and uh, align technology is not uh, well it's expensive but it's 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 for the better well, the, what I hate is, okay, this n- number 12 is three guys get one slot. Gordon Christensen, John Coyce, and Frank Spear. They should have been one, one two, two, and three. three. Yeah. That's, that's, and you're a non-dentist, and you know that. I, yeah. Give the yeah. props to who, not the big business, to actually people who contribute to dentistry. Yeah, yeah. So, and but, right now, the uh, Coy Symposium is going on right this moment. So, I have some friends in town, so... That's such bullshit. Oh, my God. People, stop reading this magazine, burn it, and torch it like the motherfuckers in BLM did with the American flag. Yeah. Uh, come on, Ch- Chaz slash Chop. Uh, good times. Mostly peaceful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, number 13. Again, same kind of thing. Uh, Raymond A. Kalmia, Michael Graham, and Marco Vujicic. Um, Never heard of it. It's hard to overstate the influence wielded by master lobbyist Graham and data research guru Vujicic, who heads the ADA's health policy industry. So here's now your your bureaucrats. This is the glad-handed people that are on Capitol Hill making policies. Terrible, terrible, Mm, terrible policies. Pretty much. That basically dimming down your guys' profession to McDonald's workers. Well, they're they're in bed with Delta Dental, so right. what do you expect? So they basically dummied you guys down yeah, to McDonald's workers. Yeah, we're just a commodity. We're no longer a respected profession. Nope. So, all right, number fourteen, uh, Doug Hudson, non-dentist, co-founder and CEO of Tend Dental in Nashville, um, the dental studio maven, uh, direct to consumer is his category. Tendental is an ultra-chic and fast-growing group of practices that experienced significant growth in the past year, having branched out from its origins as the hip Manhattanites oral health provider. So it's just a DSO. So here's a... All right. Whatever. What, what? Do, you, what do you think of the Nashville DSO maven? Uh, how are you, How is anybody thinking that this is a real thing? Um, so they sprinkle in a couple of actual people who are influential mm-hmm. and then they ask kiss up the wazoo the big businesses who can advertise in their magazine right. and then well it's just gonna get worse i'm i already thumbed through this promote. so you'll yeah so okay it's an up-and-coming dso is essentially what this seems to be so number 15 zainab Mackey, a general dentist okay here's an actual person in the dental world um, social media star. Oh my god, this is so embarrassing. This, this so so yeah, she's the poster with the most. Her. <laughs> this Motor City area clinician, known to her nine hundred and eight thousand followers, that she purchased as your TikTok dentist. See, that's the problem with the followers is is you unless you see a lot of interaction with their posts and yep. things like that. That just means that they because I I had a guy I was trying to do some SEO with my my website. And uh, suddenly, it was a new company. We were trying to re- revamp the website, which seems to be something I do once a year. And suddenly, I started having a shit ton of followers. And I'm like, so I messaged them going, what the fuck's going on? Oh, yeah, it's a part of the SEO strategy. I'm like, these, they're not real though, right? And he goes, well, no, it's, it's they're people that, and he's trying to explain the way he can sleep at night. And I immediately fired him. But yeah, it, it, it's, so it's not, 
that impressive to have a shit ton of followers. Yeah, just because there's a big number there doesn't mean they actually are have anybody with bots following yeah. them. The only way it would be impressive is there was a, if there's a lot of interaction and dialogue. Um, so anyway, we'll skip that. All right, number 16, Brigadier General Shan K. Bagby, the chief U.S. Army Dental Corps. So again, more of a bureaucrat, administrator. So I just, armed I services... So he's influential. How many times were we approached in dental school to join one of the branches to have a scholarship? Yeah. So. And let me tell you, the military could use some actually really good dentists. He's got some, they've got some good ones. Not a lot. I can't name them, but I'm sure they're there. All right. Number 17. Uh, they lumped in some DSOs together. Pat Bauer, Robert Fontana, and Steve Thorne, CEO of Heartland Dental, CEO of Aspen Dental, CEO of Pacific Dental Services. So this is a... I want to get in bed with DSO list. Yeah, so far it's looking a fair amount of. I need DSO. advertisers, and I want to get in bed with DSOs. Yeah, yeah. Because the next one is would be an advertiser. Howard Fran is number eighteen, and Howard Fran um, started Dental Town, uh, and it was a ba- before social media. It was one of the original types of sh- social media, a bulletin board kind of a thing. People could log into Dental Town, they could post a question, people could have discussion, and you could log in later and see the the conversation. It was basically what a Facebook thread right. would be. Eventually, they created dental meetings from it. They, I even lectured for for BioClear for that one right. in, in Vegas. They um, uh, they print a magazine, so they'll find some of their better threads or whatever, and they'll send it to everybody. A lot of a lot of people bailed on Dental Town. It was great for many years. I I was never a part of it, so I just have been told that it was great for a few years, and then some leadership changed, and a lot of people got disenchan- disenfranchised with it and and, and left. So it's it's kind of like you know a few years ago I would say sure on this list nowadays I I, I don't know how big Dental Town is anymore. Um, so I mean maybe you can do more of a still he's still relevant kind of a thing. All right, so number nineteen is Heike Kyostilia. Okay. CEO of Plan Mecca Group. Plan Mecca, they now have a scanner. They've got the Pano machine, the CBC. So something useful. So something it's useful. Definitely one of the bigger players in the um, the world of technology. So I mean, if if Align Technology could be number one, then he could be on this list too. So I don't have a problem with that. He's the CEO of a of a company that's also when you invest in technology, you don't really want a startup because you want that technology to be around. Right. Because a few years from now that company might just go under and now you've got this really, really expensive paperweight. So um it's good to have something that's gonna be sticking around. Uh number twenty, Natalia Chalmers. Was it Superintendent Chalmers' cousin? Um Chief Dental Officer, Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. Okay. I mean, I'm more the same. It's This is a bureaucrat that made the list. I'm, yeah, this is... I'm not a Medicare or Medicaid provider, so they don't affect me. Although Medicare influences medicine, which then dental tends to follow medicine in their trends about 10 years later. So it is influential. So Because uh, like even with... Um, Sleep apnea and just testing. You know, the Medicare changed the screening from a three percent uh, saturation drop to uh, to four percent. Well, that definition then insurances follow that. Well, if the insurances are all following that, then we're all going to screen with the same parameters. So they they influence us. So uh, I'll give them that. Fine. 
21. Whale Green, Parag Kachalia, and Amanda C. Oh, so the next gen leader, Seattle Study Club. Um, they're all, when Michael Cohen retired from the Seattle Study Club, uh, he was just too much to fill with one person, so they have three people running the show. So um, that's fine. That's the prob- Seattle Study Club. Yeah, you probably yeah. don't. The Seattle Study Club is is I a, know. okay. Yeah, I know. All right, just making sure. Sometimes you don't. Number 22, uh, Betty Johnson, the Senior Vice President and General Manager of Dentistry of Care Credit. I don't like this list because <laughs> we're going to get blackballed from everyone. Yeah, yeah. Um, tell me how your feelings on Care Credit. Well, you know, Care Credit <laughs> is fine for people who already have Care Credit. I just don't like the fact that they literally fuck everyone up the ass who comes and goes with them because their interest rate is 29%. Interest rate's too high. Their approval rate is it's too... It's really low. And they gouge the doctors. And they don't go high enough. I mean, you, you can't do full arch dentistry on using $12,000. Yeah. You, you need a, a company like Proceed Finance that can go up to many, many years. Or Alfion. Alfion and Proceed, Alfion's I think. has been are, great. Yeah. So um, th- I think they're more important... Than care credit. The problem is, you would say care credit is a would be influential because so many offices use that. Well, and you find care credit in a veterinarian's office. You find yeah. care credit in a, a vision office. You find care credit, and all. So a lot of people just have it, yeah, because they went and diversified themselves, and they're not just in dentistry. Yeah, yeah. So got to give them. Props on that one. All right, number 23, Linda C. Neeson, the founding dean, vice provost of oral health affairs and professor Kansas City College of Dental Medicine. So here's an administrator in academia. So What'd yeah. she do? Well, she's the dean, the founding dean. Of just that school, right? Uh, named a woman who inspires by this magazine last year, Dr. Neeson has made an extraordinary impact on KCU Dental, an $80 million project in Missouri that is as of press time, is roughly halfway complete and set to open in 2023. So oh. she's not even an influencer. She's going to influence. Yeah, she's <laughs> trying to build something that she'll influence on. Yeah. God, this list, it's mm-hmm. ridiculous. We're almost done. You're, you're, I think there's still some fireworks. Uh, number 24, Anton Wolf, CEO of Arjun. You met the people, and you may have even met him, um, in Chicago midwinter, we were walking around, and Arjun is the refiner's company where we can send our, our oh, scrap Oh, yeah, I remember metal. that. And they were explaining how any other company, you're actually, they're the middleman, so you're not getting the better cut that you could be getting. Come directly to us. We're the refiners themselves. You can get much better deal. So, yeah, I yeah, I have no problem with, uh, I think he's probably more influential via the lab aspect of things than directly to the dentist, but it's it's a team thing. Labs affect us, so... Anything that's affecting a lab is going to affect me. So, number 25, two people, the Surgeon Generals. And the Surgeon is not like Surgeon, but it's like a surge right. of, they're surging. Bruce Dye and Judith Albino. Albino? Anyway, co, co- directors. <laughs> Albino. Well, it, doesn't that, isn't that what that says? Yeah, okay. Just... It looks like. Co directors, the Surgeon Generals Oral Health in America Report, Boulder, Colorado, and San Francisco. Um. Okay, I think it sounds more bureaucratic stuff again. Number twenty-six, 
the group facility. We're only on 26. There's 32. So we're six away from done. It, it will end. It's going to end. I promise you. Chris Steven Villanueva, founder and CEO of MB2. So MB2, when we were trying to sell, I, I wanted, I, you know, I really should talk to these guys again. MBT, well, because at the time, I just wanted to sell and get the fuck out. We want, because we wanted to leave Washington. We wanted we to fuck away from We still want to leave Washington. Chaz. Well, I've just accepted I can't. Well, I know that, I'm but stuck. we still want to. Right. So when I contacted them, they said, that's not really how we play. We don't do that at all. We want to help facilitate. We want to partner you. That's why he, he coined the phrase, the original dental partnership organization, DPO instead of DSO, because he, they want to partner with, they'll buy the practice. Uh, and you're a partner with them. You're still there. You're the provider, but they're they're doing what the DSOs are supposed to be. But they're in theory, it's supposed to be much more of a partnership than just simply um, you're now an employee for a franchise, allegedly. So I yeah I don't I don't have a problem with that. Um, he's I think I heard he did a great deal with some venture capitalists, and it's growing. It's getting bigger. It's 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 happening. All right, number 27, Jeff Johnson, Senior Research Analyst, Medical Technology, Robert W. Baird Company in Milwaukee. I have no idea what that is. So regular readers will recognize Johnson's continuous presence on this list and then some. So he's a repeat. At the height of the pandemic, dentistry's most trusted analyst wrote a piece for Incisal Edge, which is this magazine, um, Better Days Ahead, that aimed to make sense of where the industry might be going amid COVID. Though he has been with Baird nearly two decades, Johnson was an optometrist before making the career switch. I realized I was one of those dumb docs who knew nothing about business. He earned his MBA. All right. So nothing, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. As was, was a research analyst. Okay. Great. All right. Number 28, the omnivore. What? Diego Gabathuler, CEO of Ivoclar. Okay, I don't know. Um, Ivoclar in Liechtenstein. Liechtenstein. We should actually go visit uh, Ivoclar's headquarters in Liechtenstein to make sure the quality control of something. Just, it's like a, the country's 26 miles long. Um, so, uh, Emacs, uh, Empress. Okay, we like them. Yeah, and a lot of other products. I, I, I like Ivoclar's products. So, I have no problem with the guy, this CEO being on the list. Maybe too low. Um, next one, uh, Miguel Stanley, uh, dentist out of um, uh, Portugal, I believe. Yeah, Lisbon, Portugal. Uh, he's a lecturer. Uh, from what I've seen of his work, it's great. He seems to be a fairly nice guy. And he's, he's, this here is, says the dental humanitarian. So founder of the White Clinic and so doing a nonprofit. I, I, I don't have a problem with this one. He seems, seems like a nice guy. I've never actually met him personally. But from what I've seen internationally, whenever like IDS, you're, you're – like I said, friend adjacent. My friend knows him, but I don't. Um, seems good. Question on this next one. Number 30 is Jay Geyer of the Scheduling Institute. I know that one. We used Scheduling Institute about 10 years ago um, where they would secret shop and they would coach us on yep. how to answer the phone. They've got their, it's kind of a scientific way of, and I don't disagree with some of their principles, you know, when uh, you give them dual close, someone wants, uh, wants an appointment, you're going to give them two options. You're looking for AM or PM. And then, you know, you know, this week, next week, there's a way, there is a way to handle the phone calls. I just disagree with um, some of the things. There came from a chiropractor's background before he jumped into dental and, and I've got some friends that absolutely think the world of him and his systems and everything. So I can't say 
100% negative, but it was pretty much how can I get every single caller in the door? And you don't since, want every single caller. Since we're not on all the PPO lists and we don't want 90% of the people that are calling, their systems uh, could be would need to be refined in order to fit our practice. But they don't want to be refined. They want their system only, and so we clashed with them. So we didn't last very long with them. But yeah. I, I, I don't disagree with some of them. But I definitely would say he's influential. Some of the meetings that he runs are these you know, stadium kind of uh, auditoriums. Yeah, so, I mean, I... So he's yeah. influential. He's good. He's, a, yeah. he's, he's acceptable to me. Okay. This one, that'll, that'll do? That'll do, pig. <laughs> 31, Tom Dalton, the penultimate number. Tom Dalton, CEO of National Dentex Labs. Never and, heard of him. NDX had Dalton debuted on this list last year's 32. So he went up one. So uh, one of the dental biggest lab networks. So, okay. it's. I'm sure my lab friends know exactly who Nan, National Dentex Labs is. Let us know what you think because yeah. we don't know. I don't Final person, number 32, the benefactor is Ann Vela Wagner. Um, oversees partnerships in more than 20 countries for the Mars Wrigley Foundation, the philanthropic arm of the confectionery pet food and snack Bahamut, owned entirely by the Press Shy Mars family. What does that have to do with like dentistry? Like M&M Mars? Is that what it? What does that have to do with dentistry? Uh, well, given its primary product line, the Mars Wrigley Foundation is one of the largest funders of dental programs. Having donated 2.1 million to dental charities and related programs. Okay, so here's just a philanthropist. Okay, all right, that's fine. That's fine. That'll do. Um, all right. I think that you, it. That's it. That was 32. That was stupid. <laughs> I was absolutely stupid and a waste of my afternoon. Um, you're welcome. I'm sorry. Um. That's hmm. okay. Okay. I think that's probably where we should end it, to, just because <laughs> <laughs> I've already pissed you off. I'm afraid of where we would go. It can only go further downhill. I mean, I was going to say it can only get better, but I actually think you could. I don't know. Okay. That's, that's the thing. Just, uh, is that the thing? <laughs> it's the thing. So, um, there you go. Those that had reached out saying, we want to hear Holly's opinion, you, you got it. Well, Tell me what you think. Email us, direct message. I'm going to have a list next year. Send me all your money. It'll be a really valuable list. Okay. I promise. Okay. And then we can put it in print. We'll, we'll do it on, on Photoshop. You can be on the list of 127 million dentists. Who's the best? Send me your money. The whoever, top 100,000. Whoever gives me the most money gets to be that okay. one guy. All right. All right. I, I think I'm... I'm encouraging people to write in and, and nominate people. Yeah, because you're not going to give me a motherfucker no, penny. I'm not going <laughs> to give you shit. So, um, uh, rate and review. Give us some head, uh, heads up. Give us some questions. Give us, uh, we've got a couple other things that were sent to us that people want us to comment on, but I knew that it had to be separate episodes. There was no way. It, no one wants to listen to this for more than the allotted hour. So, um, I knew we had to just do the list. This 32, call it good. Um, if someone wanted to send you anything, Holly, where would they find you? Um, Globe Trotter Grub on on Instagram. Okay, and that's that's pretty much it. it. Okay. Working interferences. <laughs> we got the working interferences thing uh, as well that you've been re- managing. So people ha- have messaged you directly through that. You can find me on Instagram at drtimmermandmd. 
Uh, or you can find me on uh, Facebook sometimes, sort of, as well. Um, I'm in all the... St- not in all of the social bullshits, because most of those dental groups just drive me crazy. And so many of them tend to be like they copy each other. There was one where the name was unfamiliar to me, but it sounded very similar to another stupid dental group. And I hated that stupid dental group. And so I'm not a part of that one either. I've blocked the people that run it. Uh, so I'm not hard to find, but I might not find be found in the places you might have expected. Yeah. So it is what it is. Um, yeah. So uh, on that note, Holly, what uh, you you have a favorite song that you've been listening to lately? Um, the Beach Boys, because I just listened to Brian Wilson. I just watched Brian Wilson's okay. thing. I saw you on the plane. Uh, watched one the Brian Wilson. It was a documentary. Yeah. What was the. Um, it's really interesting and sad. Okay. Yeah. I. Uh, yeah. That guy's had a lot of heartbreak in his life. So would you say, uh, wouldn't it be nice would be the song? That's a good one. Okay. <laughs> so, That's a good one. For uh, Holly Timmerman, this is Lance Timmerman. Peace. Love you.